Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, my next guest is an award winning business speaker, and he's the go to coach for businesses looking to win uh, with their big pitches. Uh, his clients range from the BBC to Google, MTV, and beyond. Please welcome back to the show Paul Boros. Uh, he's an old friend of ours. He, we also call him the pitch doctor, the happiness doctor, and many other things. Paul, how are you? I'm really well, thanks, Bobby. It's great to hear your voice again, and it's great to have had such a great year. Okay, now uh, I know humour is one of your one of your uh, three card tricks, Paul, uh, in terms of of how it's used and the power of humour. But it, does humour have any relevance? if one is trying to get through Christmas? Oh, it has a huge relevance trying to get through Christmas because basically what humour does is it's the ultimate bonding tool. Yeah. And on my podcast, Humorology, and the, the last book, Humorology, we talk about how much bonding humour makes. When you can laugh with someone, you're automatically connected with them. But at Christmas... You also need humour to get a perspective because whether we like them, love them or loathe them, some of our friends and relatives may get on our nerves. So we have to find a way to look at the funny side of what they bring to our lives and and take a step back, really. Yeah. And one thing that brings to mind is the awful quality of the jokes in the Christmas cracker. Like... Surely we can do better than what's in there. Oh, you would hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, it's, uh, you know, they're all the same, like, you know, what do you call a boomerang boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick, you know. (laughs) It's, you know, uh, why was the turkey in the pop group? Because he was the only one with the drumstick, you know. There you go. We're going to get, we'll get a whole lot of abuse now from our listeners, so we better we better tone back on the Christmas cracker jokes. Tell me this, Paul, on a more serious note, um, if you were somebody who's maybe not looking forward to Christmas for whatever reason, how do you, you know, keep your head right and keep yourself positive and maybe just get yourself through it? Well, there's a, the Americans have a saying, and this is a serious thing, is that your attitude um, shows your altitude, how far, how high you will go. And everything, I think, from a psychological perspective, Bobby, is about getting your attitude right. You know, whatever you say to yourself becomes your reality. So if you're going into Christmas going, I'm dreading it, I hate it, I don't like uh, these people, I don't like doing things, what you are doing is you're pre-programming yourself to to actually not enjoy it. And really what you have to do is pre-program yourself to be, uh, you know, and the Irish are brilliant at, you know, Ah, it'll be grand. You know, that should be the, the 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 byline for your life and just go, you know what, it'll be all right. And people with that kind of attitude, Bobby, tend to do better and tend to sail through the holidays and life generally. Yeah. Um, I know you've been kind of 
working a lot in the work from home space in terms of helping clients maybe maintain productivity. Let's just chat about that for a second. In term, do you feel that there's been a, 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 a serious lack of productivity in certain cases where people are working from home? Yeah, I do actually. I I think that that everything has changed. You know, the pandemic accelerated the adoption of remote work and flexible working arrangements, and, and businesses have had to adapt and to a distributed workforce workforce, which has kind of reshaped office dynamics and leadership styles and employment employment and employee expectations. The real challenge now, Bobby, is to maintain productivity and kind of foster a sense of belonging in the virtual environment. And it's now about how do we do effective communication in a remote world? You know, this whole thing about how do we actually connect with people when they're doing uh, remote working and some of the stuff I've I've seen and heard, Bobby, is is really people aren't making the proper effort. Everybody's like working on Zoom or on Teams from a laptop in a busy office or, or you know at home, yeah, with the camera facing up their nose so they don't even look nice, you know. Terrible sound, and if they're at home, that you know the dog is barking and you know running around. In Kids the are screaming. Uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you know, and this is meant to be a professional environment, yeah. even if people are working from home. So I actually think that we have to rethink what we're doing. To be honest, what I did, Bobby, is I had a whole system put into my office now whereby I can stare into the camera. I've got a stream deck that can change the pictures, you know, from the picture of the PowerPoint back to me, you know, with me in front of the PowerPoint, with me at different angles. Now, this is about, because I lecture all over the world, sometimes they don't want to fly me there, but I want to look as good as possible and I want to professional as possible. And do you think we've lowered our standards then in terms of how we look, how we behave, how we present ourselves because we've got kind of lazy around it? I I think we have got lazy around it and I think we're we're just not thinking about how we can maximize the the thing. When when you look at somebody on a Zoom call or a Teams call, what do you think? You you have two to three seconds to actually decide what you're thinking of them. And if they're kind of leaning back or, you know, wearing a, a, a torn T-shirt, you're automatically making a decision about them. Yeah. And if you're in business, you need to know that you are making the best impression possible. Like I say, two to three seconds, people will make an impression. So what? how can we do that? Well, we can treat ourselves like we're all on TV now When we, if we think about it. Zoom is TV. So look at how TV presents itself. Watch the news. 
You don't see the the newsreader wearing a torn T-shirt with their hair a mess and, you know, with their dirty washing uh, behind them, do you? Yeah, no, I know. I know what you're saying. But you're, that also comes around to, like, you know, if you're selling something or you're wanting somebody to buy something off you, you know, you like people will only buy from people they like and trust. So that first impression thing that you mentioned there is very relevant over over Teams or Zoom if you want to sell oh, your product. I, I are completely relevant. And and remember that the one of the first things you're selling is yourself. Yeah. You know, in order to uh, to make people feel comfortable, feel that they trust you, they have to feel that you are a professional person and somebody who they can like and trust as you say. And therefore, that impression is is now reliant on how well you look on a screen. Yeah. So silly things like wearing, always wear uh, a shirt, a proper shirt with a collar. I mean, then you'll look professional. I'm not saying you have to wear a take off the Pink Floyd T-shirt. Like it's, it's... exactly. <laughs> no. But yeah. people do, yeah. you know, people go, well, what does it matter? It matters a lot when you talk about it in terms of uh, in the impression you're making. And also, I think people don't actually realise that they have to put some passion into their pitch, yeah. even when they're talking, because you will get people, Bobby, and you've seen it, you know, go, Okay, well, I've got a really good product and I'd like to sell it to you. And uh, I think you might be interested. No, you still have to have some kind of passion because one of the things we know from psychology that you know very well, Bobby, is if you want anyone to go into any state, you have to go into that state first. Yeah. So if you want somebody to be enthusiastic, guess what? Be enthusiastic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. We'll have to leave it there, Paul. I want to wish you happy Christmas and indeed all every success for 2024. And thanks for being a great friend of the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Have a wonderful 2024. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.